Hello, my friends, and welcome to another edition of the Mindshare Mentorship Podcast. My name is Kevin Whelan, and thank you so much again for tuning in with me today. Today, I want to talk to you a little bit about this kind of hidden little gem, this sort of essential ingredient that we all need as consultants to succeed, and that ingredient is uh, confidence. And I think a lot of times uh, we as consultants um, either have a, an abundance of it or sometimes we are having our days where we're not feeling super confident, but it's so, so critical to be able to do the work that we do. Now, interestingly enough, it's also critical uh, for you to remember that confidence isn't just what you need. It's also what your clients need. And a lot of times your job as a consultant, a coach, uh, what have you, is to sell a feeling. And a feeling uh, that, that everyone's sort of buying when working with a consultant is confidence. And so really when, when you, whatever, through the entire engagement, whenever you're working with someone, the best thing you can keep in the back of your mind is I, yes, I'm selling transformation. Yes. I'm selling results and yes, I'm selling goals. But at the end of the day, I'm also trying to create a feeling I'm selling a feeling and that feeling is confidence. And that can come in many shapes and forms. So I want to kind of break down this idea of confidence, why it's so important for you as well as why it's so important for your clients. Um, and just to sort of keep in mind that, yeah, like you're there to deliver some sort of result, but you're also there to create this feeling because ultimately people don't buy logically. We buy and continue to buy based on how we feel emotionally, right? And oftentimes how we feel is based on logic and it's based on all kinds of real factors. So it's not this warm, fuzzy feel good and everything will be okay. It is based on very tangible, very realistic, very pragmatic kind of factors. But without it, um, in a client relationship, you won't stay very long. And in your own business, you won't stay very long if you don't have it either. So how does all this stuff work? Well, first of all, we have to remember, as I said, that you are selling a feeling. Yes, you're selling outcomes. That's your goal. But at the same time, you have to be selling and maintaining a feeling of confidence. Achieving your goals is one way to develop, to deliver confidence. So for example, if you help a client grow and produce upside gain, that's going to spin off a lot of confidence, both in you and in your, in your client and themselves, their own business, their own abilities. So that's going to generate a whole bunch of goodwill, goodwill and confidence in general. So results are a great way to create confidence in an engagement. So again, it's not all about compliments to create confidence. That's not going to get you very far. Uh, At the end of the day, it's about, um, creating a, uh, a result that's going to help create some confidence. But on the flip side of that, your client is also looking for confidence in another way, and that is the downside protection. So as consultants, we have two jobs. One is, well, in addition to creating confidence, which is the byproduct of both of these two jobs, but one is to create upside. That's the upside gain that people are really looking for. And the other is downside protection. So if you're going to make a risky bet, if you're going to do some strategic changes, you want to make sure that you're going to navigate those changes um, effectively and you're going to reduce the downside of doing so, uh, hopefully reducing you know losses and, and capturing gains. So in either, uh, well, downside protection, when you avoid the downside and you help people only go one direction, that's going to create confidence by being a specialist that's going to create some confidence in your clients as well because they know that they're working with the best possible person. Um, but then also, as soon as you start getting results, you're going to create a lot of confidence as well. And then just on the terms of the soft skills, which I think is an important element there as well, the your ability to kind of just instill confidence that you know what you're doing, that your client is doing okay, and that they are doing well and reaffirming the things that are going well and, and uh, approaching the things that aren't going well tactfully and maturely and courageously at the same time. So when you are a consultant, you are selling a feeling. That feeling is confidence, but that's not just like, you know, filling people with hot air or, or compliments. That is delivering results, protecting from the downside, being a specialist, uh, being a true expert is going to be really, really helpful for you to create confidence in your clients as well. So those are some of the 
Um, those are some of the factors that you are that you are helping to to do to implement confidence in your business. Now, in your clients rather. Now, how do you, you know, this is the other part of it. You can't really create confidence unless you have it in yourself. And as consultants, your confidence is one of the most important factors when um, when being able to, you know, deliver the work that you do. Having too much of it is probably not great. Uh, having not enough of it is not great as well. So there's sort of a few things. I'll start with the mindset one, which I think is, of all of them, probably the more fluffy, if you will. Uh, but this idea of mindset is that usually nothing is good or as bad as your as you think it is. So we always have to try to keep an even keel because even if something isn't going well, we can turn that boat around given a long enough horizon. And if something's going great, that's great. Now our job is mostly to capitalize on that, but also to protect the downside and keep that trajectory headed forward. So your mindset that nothing is good or bad as it seems is going to help you uh, quite a bit. Now, the other nuance to this is that you probably have no more critical uh, critics uh, of yourself than yourself, meaning you're going to be your most critical. You're going to see all of your own faults. You're going to see all of your own weaknesses. You're going to, you know, take on a lot of the mistakes and take responsibility for them. And those that's going to create a little bit of um, downward confidence sometimes. And you just have to remember that you are your toughest critic, that your clients generally are probably, um, as long as you've, you know, developed some reasonable amount of trust, they're going to be more, you know, confident in you and they're going to you know, over, overlook some of your little nuanced mistakes um, if the big picture is good. So you just have to keep that in mind. You're going to have good days and bad days, but keep a long enough trajectory both in how you view things uh, as well as, you know, don't assume the worst. And I think that's, um, I'll, I'll get off this mindset idea, but I think as, as people, uh, we tend to be people who, we tend to assume negative in a situation as, a, as an avoidance of negative things. So by assuming the negative, we'll do everything we can to proactively eliminate the negative. But usually your clients are generally more satisfied than uh, than you may even think. So I wouldn't get over paranoid about uh, anything that's not going super well or, or whatever, especially if you call it directly head on with your clients and you acknowledge these things are going well, these things are not going well. This is a sort of a red flag or this, this seems like something we should really talk about and clear the air on, especially so just addressing things head on will help you avoid this feeling like of assuming the worst, like that your client's not happy when chances are they, they're perfectly happy. So that's kind of the mindset piece. So how else do you maintain your own confidence so that you can create confidence in your clients, right? And this is the whole chain of events that needs to happen. So the second one, like we talked about in the first place that gives your clients confidence, but also gives you confidence is this idea of specialization. So when you specialize, that's what allows you to know what you're doing. You've seen similar problems over and over again. You have a methodology, you have an approach. The work that you do is... Uh, is predictable for you and more or less you're solving very similar problems over and over again, that gives you a lot of confidence. It also allows you to build up true expert knowledge. So when people ask you questions, like your clients ask you questions, you know what your cost per acquisition should be or you know what you know what look normal looks like or you know all kinds of these things and that just takes time to build. So ideally you want to be thinking, how do I specialize and work on similar kinds of problems with similar kinds of people so that I can instill confidence in myself and then continue to instill that in my clients as well because for very practical reasons, specializing helps you to accomplish your goals more repeatedly and consistently over time. So specializing is another way to maintain your own confidence. Another one, and this is probably the biggest one for me that has always worked for me, is to learn. So I invest a lot in learning. I invest in courses, coaching. Uh, I've you know free and paid masterminds. Like I spend a lot of my time just leveling up my skill set and leveling up my knowledge because I know that's going to give me confidence when I go into an engagement. Now you can learn just in time. So just in time learning is one of my favorite kinds where you've got a particular situation at hand and you need to maybe you've sold a strategy 
project and you, you know, or you are, you're in the process of trying to sign up a new retainer client for a strategic engagement or something. Now's the time to get educated on it. Ideally you would have gotten educated on it a little bit beforehand if you saw it coming, but the best time to learn is right when something's at hand, cause you can apply yourself directly to it. So courses, coaching, masterminds, books, whatever kind of materials you need to, to get up to speed on your education is going to really, really help your confidence and also to be able to deliver better results, which will perpetuate the whole confidence cycle as well. And your clients will be able to tell when you, when you are, uh, when you know what you're talking about, when you have the knowledge. So we've talked about mindset. We've talked about specialization. We've talked about learning and educating yourself continuously. Next one is money. So this may seem obvious or not, but um, there's kind of a couple parts to, to this is one, you need to charge a premium for the work that you do so that you can produce a profit so that you uh, can sustain yourself if times get harder, right? So money will go up and down slightly and you want to charge a premium so that you can spin off profit. So you can invest that into your education. So you can, you can invest that into your, you know, your, your mindset and maybe even your health and whatever else. And so you can save it. I think that's the other piece to the money equation is that having cash savings in your bank is the best way to avoid getting desperate. It's the best way to avoid making short-term decisions. It's the best way to avoid, or it's the best way to ensure that you are continuing to act in your client's best interest, even if it goes against your own. You cannot do consulting without some level of cash safety. So I like to keep as much money in my business as I can. I pull some out, obviously, and I invest it, but I always, always have a cash buffer and that keeps me sane, allows me to charge a premium that I so that I can continue to deliver on all the things that are going to make myself confident as well as my clients confidence. Cause this is really truly the kernel of being a consultant. You can't do great work if you're not feeling confident, you know, um, like you wouldn't hire, uh, a lawyer to, to help you stay out of jail or defend you in court or whatever. If they looked like they were <laughs> terrified of getting into the courtroom, cause that's not going to make you very confident as well. So all these things for very real reasons, very practical reasons, uh, impact your your confidence, which will impact your ability to deliver your work and continue to deliver your work for your clients over time. You may be an expert, but if you're not confident, that's going to just reek and it's not going to look uh, very good for you. So um, confidence is a big piece to all this, uh, obviously, and we're just getting into that. So money, learning, specializing mindset. And the last one that I think helps to maintain your own confidence is measurement. Being able to measure and quantify the work that you do is really, really critical. So things that I look for, like uh, when in my engagements is when I do my onboarding questionnaire, I look at benchmarks. So how much, you know, how many leads are they getting currently? What's the revenue growth? What's, what's, how, how's the business overall? And, and I try to figure out, well, what is success going to look like? Where are you today? So that in the future I can compare where we are to where they started. And that'll help me at least quantify the, the path, the, the, the transformation that occurred. So getting clear on your numbers are really, really key. Those numbers usually include things like cost per new customer acquisition, cost per lead, growth, uh, you know, in, in revenue or, um, or marketing costs as a percent of revenue or, you know, whatever the numbers are going to matter. But really at the end of the day, it's how much are you spending to acquire new customers and are you getting enough of them? So knowing those numbers is really, really important. And then the last piece to measurement and this whole, this whole podcast episode is, uh, is accomplishments. So I think one of the things I do uh, is I write I write notes with every client call, every client engagement, and we share those notes, me and the clients, and we look at those together. And uh, and what it does is after we're done working together, I can go back in time and look at all the things we accomplished. Um, so I actually document all the milestones and all the things that we have accomplished in the form of the notes, just from our general conversations. The other thing I do is I have a methodology built into a Trello board and I just check the boxes. So I know at the end of the day, 
like I can show on a in a Trello board with all the check boxes, the green check box, how much we accomplished in terms of tactical kind of delivery, you know, and projects, which can a lot of times clients won't even realize just how much we accomplished. And I'll list those out uh, in, you know, create a bulleted list of everything. And that forms the basis of case studies, which can then help build a confidence in your future prospect as well to kind of close the loop on that. So, um, yeah, that's it. I mean, confidence is so, so critical, both in your clients and yourself. You are selling confidence, which means you also need to have confidence. The only way to produce confidence is to actually deliver results and protect from the downside. And the only way you can do that is by being a specialist. And the only way you can be a specialist and be really truly expert is, uh, is to learn. And in, on top of all that, obviously you want to keep your mindset in the right place. You want to save your money and, uh, you want to measure what matters. So, that's kind of the formula. I know it's easier said than done. You're going to have hard days, and I just want you to know that if you have them and you're going through them, uh, you're probably being harder on yourself than you need to be. Uh, marketing is never, we have to remember that marketing is never a guarantee, that the results don't always happen, that uh, you're also dealing with relationships. We're in the relationship business, so sometimes relationships are going to fall apart. Projects are going to not, you know, your clients are going to have to let you go or you're going to have to let them go. Things are going to get, you know, difficult. All that is completely normal and you just have to continue riding it through, uh, exercise, meditate, whatever you got to do, but uh, keeping yourself in a good mental space, just knowing that, hey, you're not out there saving the world, you're helping companies grow and uh, you know, just kind of keep your head in a good spot as much as you can. Don't overwork yourself, don't burden yourself out uh, and build up those wins. And actually another part to mindset is to write down and copy, keep a swipe file of testimonials. I think that, that really helps as well. So anyway, these are my strategies around kind of creating confidence in yourself and uh, and also in your, in your clients. It's not based on just like hot air and roo-roo-roo-ra-ha-ha-ha kind of thing. It's, it's, uh, it's definitely based on pragmatism and um, just protect your confidence and, and remember it while talking to clients, while working with clients, that you're there to create confidence in them, in you. Uh, because, yeah, both in you and in their own business. And that's it. I hope this helps. I know it's a bit of a different kind of topic, but I think it's worth talking about. So if this helped you, let me know in the comments and I'd love to chat with you again soon. Bye for now.